0: You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. Second Opinion on what? Like. I think we should get a second opinion. Where all things gaming are on her mind all the time. That's all I can think about. Just like the name says, we might have some different opinions. So get yelling,
1: <laughs> laughing, <laughs> crying, and then somebody
0: me across the. And of course, some very opinionated gamers. Here are your hosts Celeb, Bolt, and TJ. It's good to hear you. So, you're. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. And guess what? It's episode three hundred, baby.
1: That's that, that. That's three zero. Zero. Wow man. Three, zero, episode
0: three hundred and I cannot freaking believe it. Can you?
1: It's been a full score seven years ago. You know, we honestly, started off. First, we what?
0: started the podcast in two thousand and eleven. Yes. So if we would have been more consistent, we'd probably be on episode a thousand right now. Definitely. Yeah. You think about it, like what? You would do one every week for 50, twelve months.
1: Fifty two weeks. Mm-hmm. would it be better so 52 times eight
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's now we'd probably be closer to 500
0: but still but still yeah absolutely It would be episode 500
1: it'd be a lot of fucking episodes
0: i'm like well okay we'll do it like this three episodes <laughs> a week a <laughs> <laughs> divided by pi <laughs> so slow for x we are back and Fuck uh x. very excited to be here And, um, most of you know, but I have been without internet for four months. And if I have to hear
1: about it one more fucking time. I've been without internet
0: for four months. It's (laughs) so,
1: look, it's, it's, y'all don't understand. It's, reading his post is like in a depressive
0: state. Oh, you can kiss my (laughs) ass. How, explain to me how that's a depressive state, bro bro you're
1: like well i don't even remember the last post guys just wanted to get on here and say that once again i'm without internet but uh but the guys were outside and they're fixing the lines.
0: (laughs) anyways at any moment so we're back and uh we're very excited to be here so with that being said we're gonna go ahead and move down into this but i will say we have a very special episode for you guys um I wouldn't say, let's say it like this, Original. my original plan for episode 300, I was going to have a bunch of people um, send in audio bits, it used to be like part of the show, or were guests on the show, or just people I admire, but over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to try to do that, and get like one person to give me their opinion via audio, and have it on the podcast. Is um, it
1: via, or via? Via.
0: I've always said via. I've always said via. Well, you say via because you fucking bowl without your thumb. So I don't even want to hear anything out of your (laughs) mouth. (laughs) Anyways, so um, but also I'm going to have a couple of special episodes uh, that will be kind of like episodes in between episodes like bonus episodes. Um, and those are going to actually be recorded with my boy Matt Quad C, and he is actually in Seoul right now. And he messaged me the other day, was like, "Man, listen, I am I am so missing podcasting, and I don't ever have a chance to do it." And I said, "Let's do some bonus episodes." So basically, we're gonna we're if there's like a big news topic or something like that, or a controversial news topic or something, we'll have like a 30 minute or a 20 minute little spat. Um, and he'll do something like that. Or, I don't know, maybe we can set it up in the next few months to where we have the headsets all attached and all this, so everybody can hear him. Anyways, what have you been doing, (laughs) Bolts?
1: What's been going on? Not much, bro. Honestly, not much. Um, You know, everyone, I work at UPS. I'm dispatch manager, so we are gearing up for a a tragic holiday season that is upon us. Um, This COVID-19 has really wrecked. Uh, the shopping um, in stores this year, so of course, uh, so this year you know Black Friday is gonna be is gonna be minimum if
0: anything. Um, when it, when it comes to the actual stores, but it's yeah, exactly. It's going yeah, suck no, for you, bro.
1: It, it it is you know when people oh, no,
0: it's gonna suck this week for you, bro.
1: It's gonna suck all weeks. From well, this point Prime
0: on. week is this week.
1: It's gonna suck all weeks from this point yeah, on. Yeah, true. Okay, so of course you know you know. Uh, um, Department stores are not letting consumers in, you know. And, of course, they're not going to let them tenfold in like they have been in the past. So, everybody and everybody's uncle is going to be ordering shit online. It is going to be the busiest peak season I've ever had. And and I've been there for ten years.
0: You know, uh, I wonder how this is going to play out, bro. What do you mean? Like, this is going to be the most, probably the most stuff shipped of all time. Mm -hmm. Really. Because... Like the first Black Friday in what twenty years, thirty years that that there's been no uh, people at the store. I know it's 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 gonna be crazy. Uh,
1: cyber, I'm never gonna see you. Cyber Week is gonna be pure hell, which is the week after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um. You know, everybody will start start that Black Friday sales They'll order everything over the weekend, and then of course Monday Cyber Monday will hit with the, all the internet sales, and then starting that Wednesday for the next until December 31st will be pure hell at UPS. Bro,
0: Microsoft announced like just to let you guys know. Shut your dick. Cyber Monday, the <laughs> Xbox Series S is $199. Good luck finding one. <laughs> yeah, exactly how that would go, right? But uh but that's
1: what I've been doing. I've been gearing up for the holiday season because it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge for for shipping companies. It's going to be huge for for uh, online sales. It's going to be huge for the gaming world. I mean, we have some intense and some amazing games that's going to be released in November via uh, the launch my boy. <laughs> launch of the next-gen console.
0: So that's going to be yeah. really great, man. Um, so I'm not going to talk about the internet. <laughs> um, the last couple of days, um, gaming-wise, you can go ahead and talk about oh, gaming. My bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gaming-wise, I really haven't been playing a lot of anything. You know, I play... Um, I, I think, play. you know what? I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. My I think bad. what we're going to do now because we have no time to drink so whenever i, I first know. started it just I, be like what the fuck you been gaming bro? yeah i think what we're, what we're gonna say is how is your life and what you've been gaming that's fine yeah whatever you gotta do bro yeah anyway sorry anyways my bad yeah
1: oh um, I thought, no no yes that's exactly you bro <laughs> that's exactly i you. interrupt so much now, I feel horrible um about it. i haven't been gaming a whole lot um football season is upon us so so usually Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, my time is pretty pre- preoccupied with all of all that is football. Yeah. Um, Ohio State gets kicked off. Or I should say the Big Ten kicks gets kicked off the twenty fourth of October, which is really great. They're going to play like nine games in like eight weeks. Oh the the last game of Big Ten it will be the day of the college football playoff selection. So they got the Big Ten championship okay, and then wait. They, Okay, I'm listening. I'm so
0: confused. Uh Yeah. All right. So what? (laughs) (laughs) What is football? (laughs) The pigskin. Go ahead. What are the What are the um, divisions?
1: Okay. Right now, you you have power five conferences, Mm -hmm. which is conferences, which is which is the 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 the, the big contras. You have the FCS and the FBS, which used to be called Division One and Division Two. Okay. Uh, You have the Power 5 conferences, which is the SEC, the ACC, the Pac-16, the Big Ten, and the Big 12. Okay, Okay. which
0: one is not playing until next year?
1: Until next year. As of right now, it's only Pac-16. Is
0: that not a weird decision,
1: though? It is a weird decision, but the West Coast has been hit. Has been hit worse with the co- with, with with corona, yeah. And also, I mean, they got they got wildfires all over the place. Oh no, there. no, no, no! The air that, quality is but I'm is just garbage. saying, like,
0: what is the point of them playing at this time? Because,
1: because I, I guess hold on, hold on. what because okay, of the people I, that are no. going
0: into the next to 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 uh, an
1: extent, yes. Um, college football is still yes. It's about academics. It's about it's about um uh uh sports and so on and so forth. But college football is a Multi, multi billion dollar industry. Yeah. Um. Especially the football round. Football, and all of these colleges pays for so much for the other sports to participate in what they do. Yeah. Football pays for swimming. Football pays for fencing. And that's then. And that's the truth and all of reality. You know. I don't care what anybody says. With without football, a lot of these other sports don't happen because there wouldn't be money for it. So, um. <clears throat> as far as the Pac-16 goes, the West Coast, like I said, has been hit the worst with Corona. Um, they actually, they actually had to put a, 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 a gateful of like UPS employees and drivers in quarantine and had to bring. Oh, listen, listen, had to put them in quarantine and had to bring other UPS drivers from other states to that state to run that business.
0: Holy shit! Really? Yes,
1: wow. we had um, it, we, we had one we had one uh, driver from our center go. We had like two drivers, including an on-road suit from Bluffkin. I wonder that had how much they were
0: getting paid to do that, though.
1: The same amount. Really? Yep.
0: I mean, they Did get they? paid bookus of money. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh yeah, they do. They do get paid bookus, so, But let me ask. I guess that what yeah. their travel expenses and all that were paid for. Their living expenses. Uh, were paid I, for? I, th-
1: I think the only thing that that was paid for was that was their living expenses. Um, they had to travel and stuff like that. But that. Oh,
0: hell no, I wouldn't be going. Up there. Yeah, you like, would. You
1: got to pay for your own flight. I'm <laughs> like, uh. It's good. So, but um, but back, back to the Pac sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Pac sixteen is 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 the only conference that's really not playing that matters. There's other small conferences, um, that aren't playing, but they really don't matter is because A and M in the Big Twelve, Big Twelve. Yes. I, what? Which one? No, what? no, but no. A and M is in the SEC now. SEC. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with Alabama, yeah. LSU. So who's Utah. in
0: the WWE? Shut. Anyways, up. I hate your face. It's all the same thing. So, anyways, it's back to fake. the whole
1: the whole core of this conversation. Yes. What have I been gaming? Yes. Um, of course, on my phone, I'm still doing Elder Scrolls uh, Legends, like, um, especially you know because of the news we're talking about later. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so. I'm still playing Elder Scrolls Legends. I played that you know off and on, especially during my conference calls at work. <laughs> <laughs> like so um, and of course, I have I have dove fully into Oreo the Wisp. Don't roll your damn eyes at no, me. No, just, I'm
0: just—I'm not rolling my eyes. Yeah, you are. I'm rolling my eyes in general. like—you know—it's kind of like me and Doom. Like everybody knows, Ori and the Wisp is a beautiful fucking game. It has when the first to do with one it came be- when the first one came out, everyone knew it was amazing. Everyone knew it was beautiful. And I just don't like the fact that you've been enjoying something. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, it's I'm, a good
1: game. It, it really is. I played. I've been playing Ori and the Wisp. Um, I have actually dove into it. I, the story is—it's a beautiful story. Um, of course, you know, 3D, 2D, side-scrolling. It's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's an awesome fucking game. It absolutely is. That's that's, um, that's good, man. Yeah, for real. Um, and of course, I get—you know—I get it free with Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded uh, the first one and the second one. Um, and you played the first one I'm playing the first one as we speak what's the second one Uh,
0: Ori of the Wisp forbidden something shit forbidden forest or forbidden winds
1: I I think that's what it is I I can't remember off the top of my head
0: Uh, I'm like who cares I know right
1: Um, but that's what I've been gaming Elder Scrolls Legends Ori of the Wisp every now and then I'll jump on COD uh, play with my kiddo over in Temple Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean that's really it Okay. That's really it. What's been going on in your gaming world? <laughs>
0: well, I'd fucking nothing. Yeah. Um. Actually, uh, things have <laughs> <laughs> things have been. I mean, fairly good. I mean, really, when you think about it, just in life in general, you know, COVID and stuff like that. The kids um had to move to a different um the kids had to move to a different daycare, and they go uh but they go five days a week now. And instead of just two days a week. And not, I mean, yeah, it's cool for me because, like, I get some time alone now. I get, like, six hours or so or seven hours by myself. Um, So
1: you don't love your children.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You of all people should know that I love my children very much. Um, It's crazy, though. Like, I'm not used to it. You know what I'm saying? I understand. So... The last couple, like, since they started going, it's been really weird to get used to. And then it was even weirder this Wednesday because I had internet for the first time. So I'm not going to lie. I watched, like, the first three episodes of The Boys Season 2, which is fucking amazing. It's such a good show. Oh, my God. Please tell me you've been watching The Boys Season 2. No, I'm busy doing watching I don't fuck, fuck that. Sorry. You watched Season 1, didn't you? Huh?
1: I watched, like, the first
0: four oh, episodes. Oh, no,
1: no. No, we're not... I like. don't have Amazon No, Prime. listen to me.
0: Okay, I do. I gave you every one of my logins. So don't play that shit with me. You have every one of my I, logins. I, I don't... I listen don't. to me, Bolts. <laughs> listen to me if you've ever listened to me. <laughs> I hate you so no, much. no, no, no. Listen, this show is exactly what you and me have always wanted from a show about superheroes. It's not some hoity-toity bullshit or like some type of like, oh, it's a little gritty and they cuss a little bit. It is literally... Like, if Deadpool, uh, you know, had spawn, and the like, the main character would be his son. He, it's everything what about... What are listen. you
1: talking about? Okay,
0: listen, the, the just... Have you, have you seen Doom Patrol? Yes. It's I fucking have. great. I really like it, but I'm still... I think I'm on, like, episode f- four or five? No. What was the episode to oh, where... bro, I don't even know. Don't ask. Okay. Anyways, um... <laughs> Okay, so the basis of the show is there's a thing called The Seven, mm-hmm. and they're superheroes. Yes. And they're pieces of shit. Yes, they are. Plain and simple.
1: Royal pieces so of shit.
0: So as the season c- progresses, you don't just realize that they're pieces of shit. You realize that they're fucking psycho. Yes. But there's like two or three of them that are okay. Uh-huh. You know, the new chick's good, and the Wonder Woman wannabe chick is, is you know... She's done some fucked up shit, but, like, at the same time, you can still tell that she's kind of a good chick. Oh, yeah. Um, But for the most part, fucking um, the the main evil guy, uh, I can't even think of his fucking name for some reason, uh, Homelander. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's such an asshole. He's such a fucking asshole. I mean, oh, my God. But... <laughs> dude, he's such an asshole. He plays the <laughs> character so well. He is literally the epitome of like everything we've seen about Superman becoming evil. Right. And and it's great. But as the season progresses, everything just gets better and better and better. Season two introduces what's his name, the main bad dude from Breaking Bad, the guy that comes out. And he like fixes his tie and his face is gone. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. What is his name? I, I can't. Think oh my god, of we've ahead. talked about it on the podcast. Anyways, he's like. Uh, one of the big dudes at the superhero company. Yeah. Um, I know this is literally like a child explaining what a cloud is right now. Like I, it is a horrible description of this show, but you have got to finish season one. you got to start watching season two. Cause I'm on, I think episode three or four right now and it is so good. It's so good. I mean, the laughs, the gore, the, like the new character is called, uh, I think her name is like voltage. She's a female and she is like, right up your alley bro like she's she's so anti-establishment and all this stuff and she's uh this they, they had a question for they were like who's the better superhero guys or girls who does it better she's like who cares you know like i like chicks and dicks you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's fucking perfect but it is such a great show if you haven't checked it out you got it make sure to check it out but anyways gaming wise Um, I've been playing COD Mobile. Um, I've also been playing Among Us. Now, I want to take a second to talk about this game. I think I mentioned it to you today, but you've, you have got to download it. It's literally, it it is a, like a murder mystery strategy kind of game. It's you versus, you know, it's you and 10 other people. But basically, it's like you versus 10 people because you don't know who the imposter is. Right, right. So you're all on... There's three different levels. You're on a space station, and um, you have tasks to complete, and those tasks that you complete... Um, will you know, bring the space shuttle back online, but you have to, com- like, to finish the game, you have to complete all those tasks. Right. But as you're doing that, there's one motherfucker that's walking around acting like, oh, just a little dude on a spaceship and I'm chilling, but he's secretly going around sabotaging shit and killing the other crew yeah, members. He's like
1: walking around like, shank, shank.
0: Yeah, like, bro, <laughs> it, it's kind of gory. Like, they'll walk up, like, one time I was going to... Um, I was going to cut the electricity back on because it had been sabotaged, and I saw uh, Mr. Purple, and I just call him by their colors, Mr. Mr. White, Mr. Purple, Mr. Brown. Anyways, Mr. Purple walked up behind me.
1: Professor Plum?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Purple walked up behind me in the middle of me doing that, and I didn't realize it, so I connected all the electricity, and I cut it like it came back to where it showed my character and that motherfucker was standing right there next to me and then it shows him in this little animation pull out this knife and he fucking he's like and like stabs you in the back or there's sometimes like they'll cut your head off and it shows like one bone sticking up out of the body (laughs) Um, but when that happens when someone dies the rest of the group that's still alive it says you know player dead and it shows uh, this little you know group chat thing so you can vote for the player that you thought is or that you think is the killer and at the same time, you can actually, you have this little chat bubble to where you can chat. And somebody, usually there's always like one person that first says, it, who is it? Where was it? And, uh, you know, somebody will pop in and be like, I'm pretty sure it's Mr. Black. Because me and Mr. me and Mr. White were on the other side in the navigation system or whatever, doing our own thing. And he walked by acting really sketchy. But there's a lot of times that everybody, like, you'll get clues or somebody will be acting really weird. And... Um, you choose to eject them. So you eject them out of the ship, and it shows their body, like, floating in space. (laughs) And, like, for instance, this one guy named uh, Fredericksburg something. uh, Frederickburg Smith, whatever. And uh, it was like, Frederickburg Smith was not the imposter. And I was like, no fucking way. And, like, me and seven other people voted for him to be ejected. So... But what happened today was the craziest. So I was playing the game, and I got down to where it was me, Mr. White, and Mr. Pink. And so what happened is uh, it's just us three. We ejected Mr. Orange because he was acting weird. He kept saying weird-ass shit, and I was like, it's him. I'm telling you. So he's – I mean, for real, Do like he starts, he starts typing in, like, German, and then <laughs> he, like – he starts typing in German, and I'm like, why is he typing in a different language? And then he was like, I'm going to kill y'all's fucking ass. So I think he just wanted to be ejected. Right. So we ejected him. It wasn't him. So I'm like, it's got to be Mr. Pink. Because me and Mr. White were walking together the whole fucking time. And Mr. Orange gets on there, tries, before we eject him, he's like, it's brown. It's brown. I'm like, bitch, it ain't me. And then White came out and defended me. It was like, no, we were in navigation. And he didn't kill anybody. So we're walking around and all this other shit, and we get all the tasks Complete except for one so me and mr. White walk over there to the navigation we fix the mapping and stuff like that and the game ends and then it says defeat and mr. White was the fucking killer the whole time bro. Wow. Oh, man, bro It was so crazy, but it's a very exciting game And it's free and it's actually been so popular that the developers decided to cancel the sequel. So I don't know what the fuck that means, but congratulations there's two different versions of it as well. There's like one version that comes with that. Is it, all, is it on is it on is it mobile? Yeah, it's on oh, Android, okay. bro. You gotta download it. We can play together. Okay. Yeah. So my kids are acting so crazy right now. Every time. Every Ta- time we go. Yeah. Dante's like, duh. <laughs> duh. Oh, he's like, I want to be a real boy, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> he like grabs him and he's like, Someone help me, God! This demon is going to tear my flesh asunder. Oh,
1: so funny.
0: <laughs> Anyways, but um, I've also been playing Modern Warfare, um, and uh, I was playing with Jesus the other night. We did okay. Um, then, of course, you know, Wesley, he was like, get on get on 1v1, I'll shit on you. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll get on. That's 1v1, like your
1: German 1. Scheiser video, bro. One on one, I'm going to shit on you. <laughs>
0: He gets Called we get the in there, and he like messages me on Snapchat, and he was like, Snipes only. And I was like, no, bro, I'm not doing that. He's like, that's 1v1. I was like, bitch, I've been been, been playing Call of Duty longer than you've been alive. So don't tell me that it's that's what fucking 1v1 is, because it's not. 1v1, back in the day when Call of Duty first fucking came out, if I can remember right, the way me and all my friends in high school played, you, you had a pistol and a fucking knife. That's it. That's it so you'd run around once you run out of fucking ammo you just circled around each other with a fucking knife that's 1v1 so anyways so Wesley beat me 20 to 6 <laughs> so he's doing quick quickscoping the whole time right. and then in the middle of the game he, t- he never tells me what we're doing he just automatically switches to a fully automatic fucking heavy machine gun and, but I mean, he's quick, you know, but he's got his fucking, he's got, I was watching him whenever we played Warzone together and he's got his fucking sensitivity turned like all the way up, bro. It was oh, yeah. like, like back, uh, fucking Fortnite shit. You're like, <laughs> yeah, for all I'm watching, I was like, okay, I'm done. But then, it, you know, but it, what's weird is that Modern Warfare was acting really weird because Jesus was trying to play with us mm-hmm. and it said that the PlayStation network was down. So it disconnected from the game and then I got kicked from the game. But I never got disconnected from PlayStation Network, so... I remember back in the day, whenever I used to have really shitty internet in uh, Grapland, any time there was PlayStation Network maintenance, mine would go down, I would be disconnected, but everybody else would still be online, so... (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I've been playing that, and uh, I've been playing that, and uh, for the most part, you know, just chilling. (coughs) Anyways, but... I think it is about time that we get down into these topics of discussion. So, segment one, it has been officially announced. The Probably the craziest news that I think we've heard in the last three years. Oh, yeah. Xbox has officially purchased Bethesda. So that means that they fully own Everything that ZeniMax and Bethesda have have IPs for. Pretty much. So, (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) is going on? $7.5
1: billion. Yes,
0: $7.5 billion was the total cost of this acquisition. And that means that they own games like Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Doom, uh, The Evil Within, everything.
1: Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Quake.
0: Quake. Fucking shit. I'm telling you. I bet you a million fucking dollars as many times as id Software has said, no, it's just PC. I bet you a $1,000 that Quake comes to Xbox. Mm -hmm. I'll be so mad.
1: It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day.
0: No, you're supposed to say, it's a beautiful day in Microsoft's neighborhood. A beautiful day (laughs) in Microsoft's neighborhood. (laughs) Okay, so... I am a Bethesda fanboy, as most of you guys know. I'm a huge fan of Bethesda. And I'm going to make a very... I wouldn't say bold statement, because this isn't really a bold statement, but I'm going to just be honest. This is how you win over gamers. I have said it a multitude of times on this podcast. Both you and me have talked about it and disagreed about it. Um, But this is how you sell consoles. Right here. You make such a big acquisition... That it pretty much almost forces people to buy your console. You know because, what I'm saying?
1: Because, because in all reality, <clears throat> yes, Microsoft has bought Bethesda, but nobody knows what the future holds for Bethesda. So do you wait until kind of, sort of, you can't get a console? Or do you, do you purchase one now and hope and pray that... Say Elder Scrolls or, 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 you know, Doom or something like that's not an exclusive or is an exclusive. Well, listen, I know
0: exactly what I'm (laughs) going to do. I am going to wait because I don't think Elder Scrolls is not going to be coming out. I I personally believe Elder Scrolls won't be coming out until like the beginning of 2022. Um, and also another Fallout probably won't be coming out until a little bit further. <coughs> they're than still that. fixing their
1: debacle now.
0: Yeah, they're still yeah they're still trying to get everything fixed. Um, for the most part, Bethesda games that are already planned, um, they've honored uh, Xbox has decided to honor this. Um, deal, um, and so that means Deathloop and Ghostwire are both coming as timed exclusives mm-hmm. to the PlayStation 4, uh, PlayStation Five.
1: That just means eventually I get them.
0: Yeah, you'll you'll get to play them. So, and but they're coming they're coming Gamepad. to the PlayStation Five, and those are two games that I really want to play. Especially like Deathloop looks really cool, but Ghostwire looks fucking Ghost amazing. Is
1: my shit? I was it, so excited yeah. to see that.
0: It looks really really good, and it's by um, it's by Tango GameWorks, which is run by um um oh my gosh what is I, i'm totally blank right now um sorry i had to pause the podcast just a second go in there and put the kids down um i'm so blank what's wrong with me what's his name bolt the uh, creator of resident evil oh my god dude i feel like such an idiot <laughs> <sighs> i said you put me on the spot and i'm over here like uh jango no I've said his name a million freaking times Shinji Mikami yes I went to say Shinji Mikami and I went and then I stopped myself and I was like uh, um, Hayao Miyazaki is what popped in my head yeah and I was like no that's Studio (laughs) Ghibli Shinji Mikami who is such an awesome guy I got the amazing chance one time of meeting him during QuakeCon and there were we had Amara as uh, she was uh, like a year old And she came with us to QuakeCon and uh, he sat down next to us um, and we were talking about something. There was a female there with him and she was talking about how cute Amar was. And uh, I just wasn't paying it any mind. And whenever I got up and walked out, he was sitting at the same round table with us with some other people eating in the press area. And I got up and walked out and I looked at Dara. I was like, holy fuck. And she was like, what? I was like, that's Shinji Mikami. She was like. Okay, I was like Shinji Mikami. He created Resident Evil, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the year that they that uh, the Evil Within was coming yes. out. Yes, yes. So, uh, anyways, um, but Ghostwire is going to be such a fucking cool game. I think it may possibly be in first person. Um, so I'm very excited for that because you know Resident Evil Seven was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aaron actually played it, and yes. he like he, he streamed it or yeah. whatever, and a
1: little broadcast on his, yeah. on his Xbox.
0: Um, and uh, it's such a fun game. It was, you know, but of course there's a disconnection. You know, Resident Evil is what he started, but you know, Capcom did Resident Evil Seven, but still, just the feel of that in a Shinji Mikami, you right. know, crazy Absolutely. world of Ghostwire. Um, it looks amazing, but Deathloop looks really good too. I'm very excited to play it. But back to the basis of this conversation: um, Xbox owning Bethesda. So, what does this actually mean? Does this mean that? Does this mean that? You know, we'll, there will never be another Bethesda game on a PlayStation console. No. Um, and VP of Bethesda, Pete Hines, actually talked about this in an interview with uh, with Game Informer. And, um, or I think he may have just made these quotes, but he said the world, our industry and our company has changed a lot in the last 34 years since Bethesda softworks was first founded today. It changed again. And I know there brings, this brings a lot of questions, but the key point is we are still Bethesda. We're still going to work on the same games we were yesterday made by the same studios we've worked with for years. And those games will be published by us. According to Heinz, the change come, uh, coming out of this acquisition is something that was the right move to make because it allows us to, e- uh, to make even better games going forward. Microsoft is an incredible partner and offers access to resources that make us a better publisher and developer. Uh, we believe that this means better games for you to play. Simply put, we believe that change is, important, uh, is an important part of getting better. We believe in pushing ourselves to be better, to innovate, and to grow. <clears throat> Pete Hines is a fucking awesome guy. He way.
1: really is. He really is.
0: Um, as many years as I've been to QuakeCon, uh, every year I go, um, he's so open armed. Every time I do, a, you know, an interview with him. Um, We've done multiple interviews with him and he's uh, he's just a great fucking guy. And what's cool about him is that he's he's like a VP that I've never seen before at any other company at QuakeCon. There's so many times that Pete Hines would literally he'd be up top in the press area doing his interviews, talking to everybody about games. Like multitudes of times, like you know, when it, we brought Amara that year, and, you know, he was talking about how cute she was, and he was talking about his kids. Uh, the next year we went, he saw us again. He's like, "Hey, welcome back. Hope everything's good." And you know, you've been to QuakeCon with me. You even saw the way Mar- uh, Marty Stratton, and Hugo Martin mm-hmm. were acting. You know, they tr- they they treat it's but they treat everyone with such respect. But that also go ahead. No, no, I
1: was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was gonna build off what you're saying. You know, it's. Bethesda is based in Texas. Yes. Okay. And Texas is is as big a family oriented state as you can find, and Bethesda is a big family
0: company. Well, I mean, Bethesda is actually based out of Massachusetts.
1: Well, anyways, <laughs> but, but I'm
0: just saying. <laughs> see, it's, but, but but it's it's more or less the fact that its software is in Texas. That that
1: that's probably what I meant to say. Yeah. But but Texas is a big 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 family state. It's yeah, it I mean we. I mean, we we are a family oriented state. We love our families. We love our gatherings. We love our barbecues. We love our 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 our, uh, our crawfish boil. You know, we, that's what we like to do. We like to get together. And Id Software, like you were saying, is 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 a big family oriented company in the state it of the takes.
0: And you know, it, and it's honestly, I've said this for years. Going to QuakeCon is is literally like a family reunion. It is this? Um, and I see so many people that I've met. Um, either on Twitter or just met at the 10 years of us going to 10 or 11 years of us going to um, to Quakecon and it's just uh, it's just crazy to me bro. it's crazy and this year's Quakecon, or this coming up year, if it if it goes smoothly and you know COVID's done and stuff like that, it's going to be the wildest QuakeCon ever. It's going to be the
1: biggest. You know why? Because, because of, Microsoft, Microsoft has the money to throw yep, into bro. it.
0: It's going to be so wild. And, bro.
1: And, and 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 see that you think about it. You know, next year will be twenty twenty one. Okay, so you basically have like a, we we figure probably another year after that. Whenever possibly a new Elder Scrolls comes out, maybe a new Fallout maybe starfield you know
0: i think definitely starfield you know i think next year they're definitely gonna exactly some that, that's
1: like what that. i'm saying microsoft microsoft can set up it can help it and bethesda set up a huge platform oh yeah to just show all the glory
0: and think about this though too Man. you know because i just i'm such a bethesda fanboy. i would love to see some crazy ass shit like halo launches and then if like you pre-order it because of this like you can get a doom slayer skin of fucking halo or some shit like that or like you know what i'm saying absolutely or, or even master chief coming to quake like that would be fucking great that would be so cool but those are little small details but the big thing is too that we need to talk about is because of this acquisition what does this mean for um what does this mean for all these games that have already been announced so bloomberg's diana bass says that microsoft's phil spencer told her that the company will honor playstation's timed exclusives but after that other console launches outside of pc and xbox will be reviewed on a case-to-case basis bethesda is behind some of the most beloved franchise in the games industry including elder scrolls doom fallout and many others Given that, many of those series, including the single-player-focused Fallout games, have a wide fan base of millions, it's unlikely that the company would pull access to those games from Sony. And I think I really agree with this. And well, no, reason- it'd, be a dumb, it'd be a dumb move because yeah. you would
1: lose so much money.
0: So, like, you've seen... The one thing that irritates me is that you've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of websites out there that are baiting... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they're literally, you're they're baiting you with with titles of like, um, there's a very big possibility that Elder Scrolls Six will be exclusive on Xbox. So of course, if you're an Elder Scrolls fan and you don't really play Xbox and you you play more centric PlayStation, you're gonna instantly click on that. and Be like, where are the fucking details that say that? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm not gonna fall into those baits. I would be very very surprised if. Like Elder Scrolls 6 and the next Fallout game and even the next Doom game are exclusive to the Xbox. Um, I don't even see them being timed exclusives, honestly. But what I do see being exclusives are new IPs. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, for instance, Starfield.
1: The game I'm waiting for.
0: It has already been announced, yes. But PlayStation had already been kind of rooting at at uh, Bethesda, trying to get this to be a timed exclusive on their console. And then Microsoft acquired them. So um, I could see this game, like, if it's not like a full exclusive, I can definitely see it be like a one year timed exclusive on Xbox, totally. So, um, but there's many other games, like, if there's another game like Ghostwire or Deathloop or, you know, whatever, I could see those games being full on exclusive for Absolutely. Xbox. And this is the thing I'm not saying this because I'm a PlayStation fan. You know, It's not about the, the aspect of being, oh, hey, I'm a fucking PlayStation fan, so I'm just trying to say this. Because, honestly, th- this decision that Microsoft has made has made me realize that I have to buy an Xbox. And the reason why is because... what What's the one reason why I have to buy an Xbox? Game Pass. Game Pass. Because every fucking Bethesda title that launches will be free on Game Pass. No questions asked.
1: And, and see, the good thing about that also is... You know, Elder Scrolls will eventually come to Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. And since they've already released a basically a definitive edition with all the DLC, that'll come to the Game Pass with all the DLC for free. Yeah,
0: exactly. So that's my thing is that it's just uh it's just smart. It is. It's just smart. I mean, yes, I I get review titles and and what the uh, one, two, three, four. I think, what, the last four titles or five titles, maybe six titles that Bethesda has released, I got Mm -hmm. for for a review title. Um, But I never, I mean, you never know. You know what I'm saying? You really never know. But because of this decision, Bethesda can completely change the way that they review games and whatever. So it's still the perspective of what Game Pass is about. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely, bro. And the fact that, like, I was kind of shocked the other day or last week, or week before last, whenever they made the announcement that EA Play is wrapped into fucking Game Pass now. It is. How much of an extra cost is it? Uh, zero. From what I've seen, zero. Okay, so you you get all the games that are on Game Pass, then you get all the games that are on EA Access, which it, are, are really good games. Yes,
1: and then you get, of course, Xbox Live Gold wrapped yeah. up in that as well. And how
0: much is it a year? A hundred.
1: A year? I, yeah. That I, I don't know a year, but I pay fifteen ninety nine a month.
0: So I think it's cheaper to do it yearly. It is, of I think course, it's a hundred dollars a year. But when when you really think about that value, when you really honestly think about that value, it makes it makes it worth it to buy an Xbox. Absolutely. Um, now I will say this: if I do get an Xbox, um, like next year, it'll be an Xbox Series S. I don't blame you. Um, and, the reason, and the reason why is because if games like Elder Scrolls and all that stuff is, is going to come to the PlayStation 5, then I'll just play it on the PlayStation 5 well, and, yeah, and no that'll shoot, be 4K. Bro. But if I, you know, and I saw an article the other day too, bro, that supposedly the Xbox Series S actually can perform at 4K, but it, they tried to narrow it down to where it just does 1440p. Which is still fine. Yeah, it's still fine. And plus, it's going to do, what, 60 frames per second? Mm-hmm. So, it's so whatever. But if, if those consoles are still available, let's say that, at that time, then I'll get a Series S. If not, then I'll get a Series X. But um, in, in all actuality, it just makes, it makes total sense just as a gamer to look at this situation and realize that this isn't a bad thing. This is not a... This is not a cash grab for xbox this isn't a fucking honestly because i really do believe this about phil spencer this isn't a a fucking evil doer swinging in and taking your fucking hero away you know what i'm saying this is phil spencer who is all about fucking gaming he he he's in the in this for the competition of course but at the same time bro he loves gamers if if he meets somebody in in, in, a, in a um in a, at a convention or whatever else, and they're like, well, I'm, I play specifically, you know, PlayStation games. There's been multiple times that I've heard he's like, well, hey man, PlayStation's got good games. You know, he played God of War and fucking loved it. You know, so I, I I just look at it in the perspective that Phil Spencer is is a is a gamer.
1: Absolutely. So
0: that cuts down to like Pete Hines as well, and Todd Howard, and all these fucking megamind motherfuckers at Bethesda. Marty Stratton, Hugo Martin, I mean, all the people that I have met out of all the years that I've been at QuakeCon, the biggest thing that I have brought back from it is that they are normal fucking people that love fucking video games. You know what I'm saying? And, and it is the truth. And, and yeah. even my one year experience I could see yeah. that. And uh, Marty, Marty, and and Hugo are just great guys. Hugo is a fucking phenomenal dude, man. Like uh, first time I met him was. During uh, QuakeCon, and I accidentally bumped into him whenever we we're getting into the big ass fucking wake pool that they had at the uh, at the hotel. Right. Um, but I had an interview with him the next day, and um, he's just a great fucking dude, man. He's really chill as fuck, <laughs> you know. So, um, and and that's what's special about Bethesda, and the reason why I have so much respect for them as a company is because every year I have gone. They have shown me the utmost respect. It didn't matter that back in the day I was literally running like running my own personal website from through second opinion. They always treated me with the most respect. They didn't treat me like a like, hey man, you know, you, you got your own fucking website. Oh, whoop-de-doo, you're not IGN. They always treated me with the most respect. And then of course, whenever I moved to Centrelinks, we got back to the basis of, you know, hey, I moved to this new website, this is what I'm doing. And it even got better. You know, hey, right. come sit down with us and have these, you know, one on one interviews Absolutely. with us and, yeah, and do real. this and do that. So, um, you know, and, and last year we even were trying to set up something with uh, with Hugo and them to come and talk to them at the studio. And it just didn't work out because, the, you know, the game got pushed back and all this stuff. But um, that that's just the reason why I respect him so much. And honestly, that's the reason why I've res- I, I mean, I've talked shit about Microsoft in the past and, and you have as well. But it's. I respect Phil Spencer, and I respect their company doing this because I would much rather a company like Microsoft buy Bethesda than in, like, two years, Bethesda come out and say, hey, listen, we're going to have to sell the company to somebody else because, you know, we just can't, you know, we're we're trying to get things worked out, and this is what's going on. Absolutely. Now they have ultimate resources, bro. Unlimited fucking resources. So, anyways, with that being said, we're going to take a quick... Um, kind of hit at the second segment, um, and it's about gamers and the games industry. So the games industry has been fucking uh, a shit fuck fire the last, what, two weeks?
1: We're we're, we're, we're a bunch of dumbasses, bro.
0: Bro, Okay, so pre-orders uh, for PlayStation 5 went live. Everybody fucking freaked out. Me and Bolts knew this was going to happen. We've worked at GameStop for multiple console releases, um, and the way I look at it is this. When at the end of that showcase, I literally was talking to Bolts and I said, "They're gonna launch that fucking console today," like it would not surprise me. Yep. And that afternoon, uh, that afternoon, I got a call from a friend and said, "Hey, pre-orders just went live. You need to get up here." Yep. And I, I fucking literally, kids in the back of my car, just got them from fucking daycare, flew up there, um, and uh, and and got my pre-order. So. Um, with that said, I was one of the lucky ones. Yes. And a lot of people did not get their pre-orders, um, so people were very upset. So the same situation pretty much happened with Xbox. And what's crazy about it is Xbox pre-orders have been known about for over a month. So, bolts, What? Talk to me about this.
1: Um... In all reality, you know the the playsta- the PlayStation pre-orders. We kn- we knew what was going to happen as as far as you and I and anybody else who has worked at a video game retailer, mainly GameStop. Um,
0: First, let's say this though too, because I think you'll agree with me, and I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm no, you do, but I think the reason why we knew that this was going to fly off the shelves is is because of the aesthetics, because it like honestly, it's the weirdest. And most unique looking PlayStation that I've ever seen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they took such a bold step of trying to change the look of it. And that's the same exact thing with the fucking Xbox. You know, it's a fucking box. And it's got like what green lights, or is it painted green on the top? No, no, it's
1: got it's got green
0: LEDs. Green LEDs in the top of it. Completely different look. So there's that small aspect. And then there's still the fucking aspect that all these pre-orders sold out for the PlayStation 5. And we have no fucking clue how the system runs. We have no clue. We've seen games. We've seen Demon Souls. It looks fucking great. We've seen all these games. Oh, cool, man. We don't. We don't know what the fucking UI looks like. Uh We don't know, honestly, what the perf- performance of the of the system really is. We know what's inside of it. This you right? Because we can read specs all day yeah, long. Yeah, but we don't know. Barely anything about it, and supposedly this coming up week they're supposed to show hands-on of the console, yeah. and I really hope that's true. Yeah, but you know, yeah. with Xbox they've been pretty clear coat. They've been like, "Hey, it's gonna have the same UI as the last one. Uh, things are gonna load way faster, and you're gonna play games." But anyway, sorry. Pretty much, yeah. Back no. to what you were saying.
1: No, um, you know, as far as the pre go with it with the with the PlayStation, we you like I said, you and I knew it was coming, and and we just knew it was gonna be hectic. You know. As soon as, as, soon as that, that showcase was over and as soon as everything, you know, hit, hit the floor, then everyone else started hitting the ground running because, because in and, and all reality, if you didn't know someone, how would you have really known, you know, that there was going to be a pre-orders? Um, so, I mean, the, yeah, of course that was chaotic. The good thing about it is, you know, like like the GameStop here here in Palestine, what, had like 10 to 12 pre-orders?
0: I think it was 10.
1: What, see? No, no.
0: But, no. I think it was eight.
1: Okay, eight pre-orders, which 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 is okay to okay to decent, you know. Mm. Not you know that's eight in-store pre-orders. Not not counting of how many pre-orders went online, you know. Um, so you know, Sony released that early and told no one, (laughs) which uh, which caused all kinds of mass hysteria. So, but like I said, we knew it was coming; it was going to happen. And it was just moments, and it was just moments right after the right after the showcase. Yeah. Um. Do I necessarily like the way they did it? No, but I I, I completely understand why they did it because if you think about it, it's it's like, it's like what Microsoft did. Microsoft's like, okay, this day is a pre-order. Yeah. Okay. Now now Sony, I I I wish they would have gave it gave y'all or gave people a date. Yeah. But. <clears throat> Without the date, it pretty much gave everybody a free chance to go get one. Everyone had equal opportunity to go get it because somebody somewhere was fucking stuck somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but with Microsoft, it's it, it, September 22nd was a release date or the pre-order date. So everywhere you went, I guarantee you there was a line. You know? Oh, yeah. So and 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 and, and was, how many people did you say were here? And, and, it, and that's what I was supposed to say. Um, like I said, Sony, Sony, Sony here in Palestine preorder was like eight to ten. We'll say we'll say eight to ten, but for Microsoft, Palestine GameStop there is only six, four physical, two digital, which in my opinion should have been the other way around. But there was only six.
0: Yeah, yeah it should have been the
1: other. You way you, around. you gave everybody weeks in advance to know about this. What do you think was going to happen? Of course, I showed up at nine o'clock, which was an hour before the opening, and I was number I was number seven. Okay, so automatically I didn't I, I didn't get the pre order, which it doesn't. It, it, I don't get butt hurt about it, but it's just it's just one of those things. This is the most the most anticipated console release I think we've had in a, in a long time other than probably the 360 and the PS3 because it was that huge step from the original Xbox and PS2 mm-hmm. I mean to that to that to that, to that, to that true next gen console you know so i mean this is the most anticipated because the hardware that these systems are having is is next step almost to a PC yeah you know you have a you 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 have a, a basically a PC at $500 yeah that will run everything Almost to the to the top point. Now yeah. the PC Master Race, of course. Yes, we know about y'all. <laughs> we know about I'm not, y'all.
0: I'm not worried about the PC right. Master Race. Right, but, but
1: but this is the most anticipated, and you only do, for instance, here in Palestine, eight and six. It, it's. I it's, wonder how much like it,
0: a Dallas store would have had. I would probably. and This is just me. Dallas, as an area, has a lot of Game Stops, so I would possibly think. That those Dallas game stops probably got only probably got at least 8 to 12 that's yeah, just, very mean, true very dude. true
1: but it's still it's still not it, in my opinion it's not enough because Microsoft and Sony both already came out and said hey we're only going to probably pre you know prefab like 11 million uh, consoles yeah, or 15 like million consoles." PlayStation
0: or, is having a total of like 11 million I think at launch yeah. is what they're saying I can't remember exactly how many Xboxes ex, uh, Microsoft said they're gonna have but the thing about that is, like you know, Sony has actually stated, uh, actually stated today, that um, PlayStation Five pre-orders are going to be available, possibly at GameStop tomorrow. Exactly, and that's great fucking news. Good yeah. on you, Sony. As much as I don't,
1: you know, as I'm, I'm not a big Sony guy, but that is some great damn news. Because, I and I don't think, and I, and I truly don't think they anticipated how quickly the pre-orders went. Yeah. Because. Because in all reality, you can't expect Sony and Microsoft to be like, all right, every every store gets 30 pre-orders. We can do 150 online pre-orders for every department store. You know they can't do that shit. Mm. Because then they have to prefab 100 to 200 million consoles. That shit ain't happening.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I, I strongly, I, I, I really believe that they didn't anticipate how quickly they went. Because people were, as soon as people heard about it, it was gone. It was a fart and a wind. <laughs> Was gone yeah and, and and like i said with the same thing with with microsoft i mean we knew we knew weeks in advance so on that day there were lines lined up at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning waiting for places to open up so they could pre-order you know so good on you sony for for definitely coming out and saying hey there's gonna be some more either mm-hmm. tomorrow within the week or whatever um i strongly and i strongly believe that microsoft will have to make that step also yeah well,
0: because
1: this, uh, go ahead. You no, know, I was gonna say because e- 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 because <laughs> especially with the announcement of Bethesda being part of Microsoft now, you're gonna you're gonna get more pre-orders just by that name itself.
0: Yeah. Well, this is crazy, dude. I'm looking on Twitter right now, and um, Wario sixty four is uh, industry insider, um, and. Uh, Always, I mean, you know, somewhat of an industry insider, and, and he states a lot of stuff. Um, GameStop officially announced, we are pleased to announce that further qu- uh, quantities of the PlayStation 5 console will be made, made available to pre-order tomorrow. Um, there was a link called, it was like B-D-D-Y, whatever. Um, and uh, and then it says at GameStop stores tomorrow as well, Friday the uh, the 25th. So what's nuts about this is that some of these people are posting on Twitter some crazy stuff. It's like, you know, it says Wario64, my my GameStop just posted this. I came here 16 hours before they opened for a a pre-order of a PS5. It says thank you for waiting. This GameStop location has the following amount of PlayStation 5 systems available for pre-order. Eight. And then eight PS5s and zero slims. So... With that said, there's also somebody that I, that I see on here that does. Uh, uh, his name is Orborn or something like that. Orborn TV. Um, from what it seems, a pretty popular streamer. He has about thirty-four thousand followers. He posted this picture of him and uh, his beloved, and says, "No stream tonight. Have to uh, secure my PS5 pre-order for Demon Souls. So we're waiting outside a GameStop for fifteen hours. Good luck." Got the chairs and everything set up. Oh, of course, when well, I go to show you something, I turn the phone off. Uh, got the chairs and everything set up right outside the door. <laughs> so honestly, bro, this really reminds me of, it, you know, of course there was more quantity at that time. But it reminds me of the, the PS3 pre-orders. Because PS3 was fucking wild, bro. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. We
1: haven't had this much excitement or anticipation for a console since that PS3 and 360 launch. Yeah,
0: and I mean, because that, that was, was
1: a, nuts. It was because that was a huge jump in technology. And,
0: yeah, and what was crazy too is that the PS3 was uh, what was four ninety nine,
1: five hundred fucking bucks
0: for yeah, a PS3, five hundred dollars, and it was five hundred dollars. And, and, I mean, that, that number was just shocking. But what was crazy is I remembered, bro. I, I think I dropped fucking $1,300, 1400 mm-hmm. on that day one. I got all the launch titles, two controllers. You got uh, Lair. fucking camera. I got Lair. <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> but what's great about it, though, honestly, is... What's great about it is like it was the excitement. It was like oh, I I mean, fucking new console. I mean, it, was it was like a, it was the first console. The PlayStation 3 was the first console to have a Blu-ray player. And is it, that's what I'm saying. It was you know?
1: just such so a jump in technology, it really was. man.
0: Yeah. So there was the the commercials, the weird fucking oh, yeah. baby, and the that's fucking it. cube, and the and the weird, uh, <laughs> really weird aspect of a six-axis controller that had no uh-huh. rumble. Made yeah. no sense. It, and, and honestly, that controller was too fucking light. It was. It was, it was so weird. light. It literally felt like just a piece of plastic that's sitting it. in your hand. There was no weight, no. nothing. So that's a reason why I think, and the, the one of those reasons why Xbox 360 was such a better console than the, the PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3 was an underutilized console that was way overpowered for its time that devs had such a problem trying to work with that they literally did not even crack it and really start making this, these fucking breathtaking games until close to the end you of know, the console and, and
1: as far as like a huge jump in technology and and the technology that Sony had at the time was really hard to work with, reminds me of the, the Sega Dreamcast, bro.
0: Yeah, bro. Because Sega Dreamcast was <laughs> way ahead of its time. <laughs> I mean, fuck. But anyways, so the gist of this is that these pre-ordered things have been ridiculous. And one thing that goes along with that is the way people act. You know, there's, I'm not going to name, of course, any names, but I know the people that did it. There's at least five people I know that are in my local town that acted like total assholes about this mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, and throwing fits, you know, acting a fool, cussing, yelling, screaming, why can't we get a pre-order? Why don't y'all have did, more? Did, did, it happen at, did it happen at this
1: GameStop? Yes. i would be glad I wasn't there because I yeah, would act as a damn you, fool.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I told, uh, that's what I told Carolina, I was, I was like, you know, the fact that some of these people literally would act that way just because they couldn't get their hands on a console is so fucking childish. But you know, I mean, I know for I just know for a fact that I wouldn't have at, reacted the same way. I would have been very very upset. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm proving the pudding, bro. No, I know, but like you're you, I just look at it like this. Like you and me both have uh, talked about it after it happened. Like you are upset. You're like fuck. I really wanted to get one for Aaron. Um. But at the same time, you know, you were just like, well, I'll try my best and try to get one.
1: At the same time, I'm a fucking adult. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. It really
0: is. (laughs) It really does. So that's the biggest thing is like, why the fuck can't we just act like normal human beings? And that cuts down to the whole fucking console war shit. Yep. I'm so over it. I'm so over it. I talked about this the other day on on Facebook. And I'm so over it. I I just had such a bad taste in my mouth after this whole pre-order debacle. And then fucking people getting on. I get on Twitter and I see these fucking people left and right. It's like literally it's one fucking person after another you know the xbox is totally gonna destroy fucking sony now because they have bethesda and you know fucking playstation fanboys are fo- uh, what is it ponies playstation yeah, ponies yeah, yeah so they get on there on twitter and they're like well think about us we have all these exclusives and our fucking console is going to be unique and and blah 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 okay who gives a who fuck gives a, a fuck shit? who cares bro are we not why are we, why do we do this shit? Honestly, like, I'm embarrassed that at one point in time I was a fa- fucking f- whatever, right, right. pony or whatever. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I mean, for real, because you know, like, I used to majorly talk shit about Xbox because mm-hmm. I didn't particularly like the Xbox 360 console. And at that time, Xbox was super aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, with, with everything. And I mean, I had fucking lair and and I'm like I'm over there I'm like well, look at this <laughs> watch my controller I'm making a dragon move but I, I don't know bro I mean it's just childish
1: it, it is childish and but but you know that's that that that's who that's who we are that's who the consumer is you know it's if we're 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 such a a demanding generation right yeah. now that we expect everything you know at at our fingertips no matter what um and especially, especially the, the the younger generation, you know, they expect everything and they want everything because everything has been given to them, you know? So this younger generation has really come out and say, well, you should have had 27,000 pre-orders so we can all get a console together. You know, it's, it's it, like you said, it's childish. People need to grow the fuck up. You didn't get a pre-order. They're going to come again. They're going to go on sale after launch. Just. Just, just be a fucking adult and chill the fuck out. It's, yeah. really what it boils down to.
0: Yeah, it, it really does. Just boil down to that, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just the fact of the matter. You having common decency and just relaxing, you know, and not being fucking stupid, you know. So I just don't under, I just don't and, understand and, and, it. And another thing, and another thing, would you and
1: I have worked retail our almost an entire life, whether it was a full time job or my, in my case, most of the time it was part time jobs. Yeah, but. Let me tell y'all something. You dumb fuckers that get mad at the retailers about the pre-orders, that's not their fault. The pre-orders are set by the companies who release the pre-orders. Yeah. Sony has released said, hey, GameStop, you can only do eight pre-orders. Okay, so if you really, truly, and honestly want to get mad, you need to get mad at Sony and not the retailers. Yep. They're there to... To work in the business, to promote the business, to sell you video games, to sell you consoles, and they really should not have to deal with your fucking bullshit. Yeah. If you want to be whiny and crying and all that stuff, take your bad bat and go back home. Leave the retailers alone. Leave the workers alone.
0: Did you say take your bad bad? bat? Mm-hmm.
1: Take your bad bat and go home. You know? So I mean and and, and I can't stand watching people get yell at, at at the workers. Because it's and, and already they, they have no control over over the prices, over the numbers, over anything. The only thing they have control over is saying, Hey, do you want this game or not? Yeah. You know? So so get off your damn high horse, leave the workers alone and, and just shut the fuck up. That's it.
0: That's the best way of saying it. So originally I had like, you know, all this stuff to really talk about on the show, but um I, I really only want to talk about two topics. Um, in Important topics
1: topic, for the most part.
0: <laughs> We've already talked about Bethesda, but yeah. um, good thing is Bethesda has teased uh, that Elder Scrolls will have the largest engine overhaul. Elder Scrolls 6 will have the largest engine overhaul that we have, have seen as of yet. So... Um, <clears throat> In a recent blog post on the Bethesda website, Howard talked about just a little bit how the uh, whatever, console nature uh, has grown. Uh, with each new console cycle, we evolved together from the, uh, bringing mods to consoles with Fallout 4 to now over a billion downloads to the latest technologies fueling the Xbox Series X and S. Uh, These new systems are optimized for the vast worlds that we love to create with general leaps, not just in graphics, but CPU, data streaming, and more. It leads us to our largest... uh, It's led us to our largest engine overhaul since Oblivion. Yes. So with all the technologies powering for our first new IP in 25 years, Starfield as well as elder scrolls 6 will take advantage of this technology so i am so excited and i oh, knew yeah. that was going to be the case Absolutely. because they shared um skyrim grandma mm-hmm. um that uh the uh, the older amazing woman that does uh, skyrim videos she has actually been put inside of elder scrolls 6 as a character yes and the first time that i saw the image of that it was whenever we were at QuakeCon, and they showed that picture uh or no that was at e3 they showed that picture of uh, like her character in the game, and those fucking graphics were. Pfft. Oh yeah. Oh my god, they were so realistic. So I'm very excited to see what this is going to mean for Elder Scrolls and Starfield and whatever else games in the future. The uh, you know the fact that we're possibly being hinted to, to or being told that Elder Scrolls Six is going to be the largest. Most beautiful Elder Scrolls game that has ever been created. Well, they
1: have all kinds of technology at their disposal. Listen, bro. I just so I don't just,
0: listen. Listen. I've played Skyrim so many times, I could literally chop my hands off and probably just play it with my nubs. I'm, I'm the same way with my okay. bro. <laughs> I'm tired of playing Skyrim. Okay, I'm tired of going back and playing Oblivion and Skyrim. I just need a new Elder Scrolls. I need it so bad. Listen, and I don't mean no hate to ZeniMax, ESO, I'm I'm really, really happy for everything you're doing. I mean, for real, like all the add-ons and all this other stuff, but it just ain't my, it's just not my ish, bro. It's not me. It's not me. When I play an, a role-playing action RPG like an Elder Scrolls game, I need silence. <laughs> I need my face up in the screen in first person, and I don't need to see a thousand people run by me doing a raid or something like that (laughs) you know but listen now ESO is a very successful game the raids are really cool especially if you get in there with a good party so all joking aside it's really a good game but I just I just need I need it okay (laughs) Ghost Toshima is is uh I felt the same way I it's it's literally one of the best games I've probably ever played since Skyrim Just the fact of being so open world and exploration, but I need the Skyrim style of exploration. So um, the last topic we're going to talk about is Mass Effect Remastered. Oh, God damn it. So the reason why we're talking about this is because it has popped up yet again at another retailer. And uh, supposedly... the. What the fuck? <laughs> Bro, that just creeped me out so bad. I was like, what is that? Supposedly, it has been said that it will be called Mass Effect Legendary Edition. So, um. Okay, before we listen, listen, listen,
1: listen. Okay. Okay, this is. You're stepping into my world right now. Okay. I know I am. Okay. I will just say this pretty much one time, and it's all it really needs to be said. Unless Mass Effect, at this point in time, is a complete remake build from the ground up, do not release it.
0: Really? Yes. Really?
1: Why? Okay. I have played remaster games. And I dislike <laughs> them. Because all it, oh, a remaster, yes, yes, it's an update in graphics, it's an update in this, it runs faster, smoother, blah, 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 blah. But with the technology that we have in these consoles now, the original Mass Effect would be a fucking gold mine. The second Mass Effect with all of the DLC would be a fucking gold mine. Mass Effect 3 would be a fucking gold mine. Andromeda, you're just lost in space.
0: I just think personally, I think this is what they're going to do. One other bit of news that will connect to this and it'll make it um, seamlessly kind of connected. Uh, yesterday, it was actually um, revealed that Metal Gear Solid 1 is very possibly being fully remade from the ground up as a PlayStation and PC exclusive. Metal Gear so, Solid, you're talking about like the, the PS1 Me- version? Metal Gear Solid 1, PS1. So not Metal Gear, but Metal Gear right, Solid 1. Right, I got you, 1, I got you. Which I would totally be down to play Metal Gear 1 as a remake. Yeah. Um, because I'm, I'm fucking 16-bit, or 32-bit, I'm sorry. Um, but... Anyways, um, uh, I cannot remember his name. I think it's Red Gaming TV or something like that. He is a hardware leaker. And I mean, almost every one of the leaks that he's talked about or the rumors that he's talked about with the new AMD drives, NVIDIA and all that right, other stuff right, right. have always come to fruition, almost every time. So he has a source that has stated to him that, he, that the source said this exactly. He said, are you sure that this is not just... A, like a remaster, relaunch. He said, "No, I mean a remake from the ground up and a damn good one." I am 100% certain this is happening. So, if this source is reliable, and from what he says, he believes him. Uh, he's known about this for a bit, and he just hasn't said anything. And it popped up on a Reddit forum, but it's being fully remade. But then, also with that being said, he said that it will launch like the Mafia trilogy did so mafia re- remake comes out tomorrow so Mafia 1 has been completely remade um, by um, by hangar 13 from the ground up and looks visually stunning and then they're re they re-released mafia 2 as an HD remaster which, it's 60 frames per second. looks really good, whatever. Then, you know, Mafia 3, right. which was a, was, was a great game, but it, it had exactly. its flaws. Exactly. Um, but you can buy it as a bundle. So they're saying that this is going to be a bundle, um, and Metal Gear Solid 1 will be in the bundle, total remake and everything. And then after launch, Metal Gear Solid 2 will be a uh a a supposed remastered at 60 frames per second with you know whatever 1080p graphics metal gear solid 2 will come out as well or metal gear solid 3 will come out as well which whatever but to me the biggest news outside of the metal gear solid remake is metal gear solid 4 will come at like 60 frames per second hd remastered for playstation 5 listen bro i've played metal gear solid 2 and 3 so many times i can't even count on my hands but metal gear solid 4 will as for me will always go down as one of the best fucking metal gear games that has ever released oh yeah bro ever I agree. it was so good and if i could have the ability of playing that game again on my next generation console i will do it fucking today no question but i do think that's an interesting concept for something like the Mass Effect series, this is just my opinion. I know you disagree with me, but what have I said since day one? They need to remake Mass Effect One oh, I because know that. yes, at the time it launched, everyone was like, "Man, it's such a cool game." go back and just do me a favor if you're no, listening go back it. and try don't, to play don't, it don't fucking do you it you can't do it you got a racer face fucking shepherd over there looking like the controls literally are, the controls are so so stiff. bad he looks like a burnt fucking barbie he does He you does. you know i mean <laughs> in the
1: first in the first four hours of that game seems like an eternity of lifetime yes
0: so uh, anybody that's a mass effect fan i'm sorry but bolts is a huge mass effect fan mm-hmm. and he agrees with me so it, it takes forever to get into it. So I would love for a Mass Effect 1 remake. Um, but a lot of people on Twitter, from what I'm seeing, are very much kind of in the shoes of bolts I'm like, listen, that's really cool and shit, but what about just a new fucking Mass Effect that's in a completely different universe that has, you know, new this, new that, blah, 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 blah. I think it's easier for them to remake and remaster Mass Effect 1 since the story has already been written. The voice acting has already been done, pretty much, and they can they can fix that, you know, or re-record it, as they did with Mafia. My brand. Um, and, uh, you know, because, like, we didn't know nothing about Mafia being redone, the right. definitive edition. It just came out. Like, hey, we're making this game. It's coming out later this year. I'm like, fucking shit. So they've been at least working on it for two years. Um, but, anyways, with that said, I think it's really cool that, that Metal Gear Solid could do this, but, I mean, Absolutely. for you for you, my, your Metal Gear Solid is Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's a, Metal Gear Solid is a game that I can play no questions asked. I will not f- fucking play that zombie shit. That, that Survival. that fucking Konami decided to launch. You know, and of course, there's all these rumors now. PlayStation fans are saying, oh, well, you know, PlayStation's talking about buying Konami. PlayStation's talking about, they've been supposedly talking about buying Konami for years. Yep. So, of course, yeah, if they do, that's a fucking, knockout fucking punch you know what i'm saying not to xbox no, no, I gotcha. but just to the industry to have like metal gear solid silent hill castlevania all these fucking games uh contra you know i mean fucking shit that is huge that would be great a new fucking contra game i would love it bro oh yeah dude. um yeah, absolutely. but with that said you know i, I me personally i don't think it's going to happen um fucking Microsoft bro you better not buy that shit <laughs> <laughs> they come out they like we got Konami too bitch um, but now people are suggesting uh, suggesting them to buy Sega so I could see that um, but anyways um, I think it would be really cool man I think it would be really cool if they if they did a remake um, if they did a remake for uh, Mass Effect 1 and, and I mean my favorite Mass Effect was Mass Effect 2 no questions asked. I Dude, mean th-
1: that's that that is probably that is probably with all the DLC and everything that's evolved with it, that's probably my 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 top game of all time.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty close to mine. Oh yeah. But um it, it is definitely one of my favorite games of all time. Just the 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 playability, the story, the fucking action in that game, the music. I still, to this day, me and Boltz are very similar. There's a lot of times, you know, if you're at work or, you know, you're you're just chilling in your office or at your house or whatever, and you're listening to music, everybody, you know, everybody's different. L- listening to rock or the latest hits. I come back here, I start working on articles, and I put fucking video game soundtracks yeah, on, dude. you know. And when that fucking, oh, my God. What's his name? What's his name? Which one? The, the, from Mass Effect 2. Um, the guy sitting in the chair. Oh, Elusive Man. Yes. The song about the that's based on the elusive man. Oh, bro. I hear that shit cut on and it's just amazing. I remember seeing the cinematic trailer for I think it was Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect Three when the fucking Reapers are coming down and that little chick is in the cornfield and shit, and she drops her ship. And then was that three? Oh bro, I remember seeing that. I was like, Whoo, man. Um it's just a great series. So I would love to see it come out as a legacy edition if Mass Effect 1 is remastered. If they just relaunch it as a uh, HD remaster, nah. Ain't no need, bro. No need. But anyways, guys, this has been episode 300 of the Second Opinion Podcast. Make sure to check us out at cinelinks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. And also, I want to take a second to say this. Second Opinion has been through a lot since 2011. We had our own website. We've had multiple podcasts on our site at the time. We rose up and we got our own shit and we did all this stuff by ourselves. But I wouldn't have been able to do that without the people that helped me with Second Opinion. So uh, Stacy, Courtney, Jeremy, uh, Jen, Skelly. Um, uh, I am forever grateful to you guys, for always being there for me. I got to give a big special shout out to Jen um, for everything that you have done. For everything, all the times that we had no contacts, like especially when we first started Second Opinion, we had no contacts. Like we only had the bare minimum. And I don't even know how the woman did it, man. But she, I mean, she went out and she got us some fucking... Mega ass shit. And um, I just want to say that I love you guys and I really appreciate everything that you've done for me um, over these years. And I will always cherish the times um, that we were just on the top of the fucking world, man. And uh, I really, really appreciate it. Also, got want to give a big shout out to uh, Rilataku Gamer, the game fanatics, um, hip hop gamer, Um, I I know I'm probably going to forget somebody Uh, Uriah um, and all the people that I've met in the industry over all these years that have always supported me and always been friend uh, of such good friends and family to me at all these events. Um, I really want to give a big shout out to Hip Hop Gamer, man, because I mean, he has always been there for me, bro. No questions asked. E3 last year, you know, let me go into the booth with him, yeah, recording that, that segment, yeah, that was cool. that was and cool doing shit, all this man. other shit. And, uh, you know, even though I fucked up whenever I was transferring the shit and the fucking video didn't go all the yeah. way through, I felt so bad about that. But you know what, bro? Instead of meeting me with hate, he met me with grace and was like, dude, listen, shit happens, man. I'm just glad that, that I'm seeing my boy at E3. That's literally what he said to me. The video interviews of him and his and his amazing woman sitting there talking about E3 and all this other stuff that was set up, and they transferred the files, and I tried to transfer them to him, it didn't work, and all he had to say was, "I'm just really glad to see my boy finally got to E3." That that gave me goosebumps, bro. And the fact that everybody has supported me, especially two dudes in my life well one woman in my life Dara who has always supported me and I, I gotta give really big shout outs to TJ and Bolts who have always pushed me to do better who have always uh, taken the time out of their day to come over here and record a podcast and as many times as the audio has fucked up and we've had to re-record the whole fucking podcast they've sat here with a smile on their face be like listen bro I'm really tired let's just, let's just get it done or hey man listen The audio fucked up. Let's come back tomorrow. Which, by the way, that happened yesterday when we were trying to record this episode. Yes, it did. Um, But they've always taken their time out and always supported me and always helped me. And lastly, i got to give a big shout out to Cinelinks, Matt, Jordan, Becky, Katie, Dustin, um, the whole crew over at Cinelinks. Thank you so much for letting us be a part of the team. Thank you so much for having your patience with me through this whole fucking crazy aspect of not having internet. Um, and I just love you guys. So I have one last shout out. I know this is my fucking Oscar winning speech, obviously, but I want you guys to do me a favor and head on over to anchor or Spotify or whatever, and check out, uh, my friend Michael Newland's podcast that he does with his brothers called toy rewind. Him and his brothers do really big collections of different toys. And each episode, they talk about a specific toy so or a specific toy line. This last episode was actually really cool, man. He had his mother on, and uh, and it was him, his brothers, and his mom. And they were all around doing the podcast talking about... Um, the Barbie series and how she had the original Barbie and her brother threw it into a fucking fire and like melted it and all this (laughs) shit Um, but as they go they're going to talk about different ones so they're talking they've talked about like the original Star Wars line they've talked about you know uh, this and that they're going to have an episode where they talk about the pops that they've collected and all that so definitely make sure to check them out and uh, of course check us out at centerlinks.com and thank you guys so much for tuning in to this wild long episode of uh the second opinion podcast episode 301 will be live next week and me and your boy bolts and hopefully tj will be back um who knows but it is what it is so i love you guys and i'll talk to you soon peace out
1: peace